Hello and welcome. Thank you for joining us here at Elim Church. You're joining myself, Reverend Ben Cooper, with Sandra Robson this morning as we just dive into the world of the persecuted church as Sandra brings before each and every one of us across the mics this morning a quick recap and then we'll be going straight into some very interesting um, articles that Sandra has. But wherever you are today, never give up. There is always hope. God is with you. We thank you so much for everybody that's joining us sharing with us on the social networks and every platform that we push these podcasts out on we thank you that all those on amazon music iHeartRadio, buzzsprout spotify and many other social networks that you will find these podcasts just very simple very easy to find us just type into the search engines reverend ben cooper's podcast and it will pop up before your very eyes over 260 podcasts that we have done and they are moving very quickly across the world good morning god bless you whatever your time zone is today whatever your situation is never give up never give up we have sandra with us good morning sandra good morning thank you so Happy much april the first <laughs> yes it's the first of april isn't it today yes. so good to have you with us today it's been a bit of a stretch because obviously everything's going on here and uh, with your work situation but god is mm. with us we are back in our recording uh, studio as we just gather around these mics and we look at an update, a recap on what's been happening. Sandra, could you uh, share with us, please? Yes, so last time I was here and we were talking about women and that they were doubly persecuted because of their gender and their faith. And we looked at um, things that Open Doors are doing, that they have this campaign, Sea Change, and uh, I just wanted to update you on that, that we were talking about the fact that there was um, an organisation that had um, uh, come together with Open Doors to have this uh, invitation for MPs to hear about what's going on with women and for a panel. Mm-hmm. And we were asked to invite our MPs. And of that... Um, 33 MPs have now been aware of this report that was um, launched there and uh, have also been asked to sign a parliamentary petition. And the idea of this is to get the um, issue discussed in Parliament. And um, so they're very encouraged by this. I think 25 initially um, actually looked at it on the day and now they've got 33 and they're just encouraging us really to get involved, to, you know, still tell your MP. Um, You can pass on the report to them, um, email it to them through Open Doors. And, um, yeah, so it's very encouraging and um, because... As we know, the situation at the moment, what's going on in Ukraine, the MPs' focus is very much on other issues at the moment. And so to be able to actually have 33 people who were, you know, interested and sent somebody to really think about this is is very good. And um, we thank the Lord that they're on board. And, um, you know, also we know that... um, the uh, religious envoy, she's very much um, involved with this as well. So that's that update. And then I was just looking at different things, um, thought I would try and get an update on um, current news from the persecuted church. And it seemed that North Korea was one of the, you know, points that I should raise and let you know about. Um, North Korea is now... 
usually it's uh, number one on the world watch list. It, is, it, it has been number one for a long, long time. But now it's at number two. But we the it's still a very, very difficult place to be a Christian. Mm. Afghanistan has taken over from uh, North Korea as being number one. Um, but we had the sad news that um, March the 22nd, it was confirmed that secret believers had been found and killed. Um, they were taking part in a worship and, uh, yeah, and for that they have been killed. So the report um, that came out, uh, the news uh, report mm. was that several dozen believers in an underground church were discovered and executed. And um, they've paid the ultimate cost of following Jesus. To live is Christ and to die is gain. Philippians one twenty one was um, the comment. And apparently it's part of a major sweep against the underground church in a particular area of North Korea. And it's believed they began to worship and the security guards broke in and arrested everyone. They executed them. Yeah. But what I thought was amazing was the first part, several dozen believers. That's a big number. We big. don't think no. of that many no. meeting no, together in, mm. in you know under such severe... Oppression and, yeah. and well, it's, it's you're gathering and your life is being threatened and they've paid. We can hear what what's happened to them, so we we clearly understand the. I don't even like to use the word consequence. The the gain, as the scripture is, is is exactly as it should be. You know, to live is to die, and to die is gain. It, when you look when you look at the scripture, what it says about being a believer, you we are expected to lose one's life for one's faith, really. So that's that's it. The, the yeah. brutality of of what we are looking at across the world. Afghanistan is number one. North Korea is is number two. Somalia three. Libya four. Yemen number five. So, um, and as you look at the map, you can find this quite easily. But our heart and our prayers are for those that are really in true persecution, real mm. true persecution. Because Sandra's brought something that's very harrowing. We yeah. know that it goes on. Um, but as several dozen, that is a big, that's a big amount. That is that's a big a, amount. And, and you know, they've they've been meeting for quite some time. To get to that sort of size. A, yes, that's so what I was thinking. They've been well established. Yeah. So, I mean, that's an encouragement in the fact that they were able yes. to meet together, that obviously mm. it appears um, that others have joined them, you know, so there's been converts amongst them. Yeah. And um, so it also, the other part of it is they've lost their lives, but also that um, over 100 members of their families have been sent to political camps. Now, they might have no belief at all. And they might all be, you know, quite in with what the government, you know, um, and following the uh, leader worship. So, you know... Perhaps for some, they will suddenly think, gosh, my relative was a Christian. Mm-hmm. What did yeah. that mean? I mean, they, they probably will be told, this is why you're here. Maybe they won't. But they maybe would start to wonder. But obviously, they are in a terrible situation, and they do that it's a, as a fear tactic to punish the loved ones That's as right. well. Yeah, yeah. Um, and apparently there are... 
been greater controls and restrictions since COVID and they've used that as um, something to tighten up things. And apparently, I didn't know this, I missed this, anti-reactionary thought law was enacted in late 2020. And this tightened the controls over external information, which includes videos and radio broadcasts, and increased the punishment for perceived infringements. So even more, it's even more difficult for church leaders and members to worship and pray together. So they're attacking again, just like China, trying to prevent any form uh, from the outside world. They're just really just totally trying to clamp down and prevent anything. But there are still people who are able to get broadcasts. And uh, as again, they're, under great penalty, you know, they could be found out any time. But God is covering them and we pray for them to be covered in in prayer. And there was a letter from one of the believers who's a church leader, um, which you can read. Um, It's in Open Doors, it's online. And it was basically looking at John 14, 27. But I Mm. haven't got that um, Bible reference with me. but anyway, we could maybe look at that again. Um, and then on the other side, so this is very sad, as we've said, but they've gone to glory and, um, you know, they they have witnessed. And for those that had to ca- carry out the killings, you know, we pray that they saw something yes. in these believers yeah. and that will stay with them um, for the rest of their lives. Um, and also that there are tens of thousands of believers alive through networks in China and the safe houses as well. And that's what uh, I want to have a look at next because Open Doors have done a little thing in their booklet, their their magazine for January, February 2020 about those who are exiled um, because of finding um, something, you know, to do with being a Christian. And in this case, it was because she owned a Bible. And it is quite miraculous, and she believes it's I quite miraculous. so powerful. That um, she has been sent to do hard labour and was not killed. Okay. And um, it's amazing that she's actually used this to reach others. And again, to form an underground church. Wow. Now, whether these two things are linked together, I don't know. But, but they're very interesting. They run very close yeah. together, don't they? This is in Barnabas magazine. This, no, this is still in we're, Open Doors. So we're still in Open Doors. Yeah, we're just, still in Open just Doors. Just for the reference, if anyone wants yeah. to follow this story, we are in Open Doors. It is so yeah. easy to find um, Open Doors online. Um, yeah. And you just can quickly just type in opendoors.uk, very simple, and you will pick these these fantastic factual stories up. They are mm. really, really important. They're great prayer points. And um, I do like to try and make sure that we get the reference of where they're coming from. So this one is we're coming out of Open Doors, and yeah. it is a great bit of literature. They do a great lot of um, even their Facebook and their Twitter, Instagram and YouTube. You know, you can follow so much. It's really important that we follow yeah, them on the socials. There's a lot of um, stories they do on YouTube, really encouraging testimonies yes. and yeah. things. But the, the bit I've got here is um, a new news release that's North Korea, and that was March 
22. Yeah. So if you look for North Korea, March um, um, the 22nd, then you will find out that information about those um, secret believers and the letter. Um, but this part is from taken from the magazine about this Excellent. young woman called B-A-E. Bays, maybe, <laughs> but that's not her real name. Sure. But that's a, a name that is a, a North Korean name. Yeah. So basically, she spends her days working in the fields until she meets her quota. And if she has time for a short break, she heads to the woods to gather mushrooms and plants to um, fill the gap in her meagre rations. And also, that um, because of the harsh punishment she's under, and the terrible food shortage in uh, North Korea. And that's the only way she can survive. So they, these people who are sent to exile are given rations that enable them just to stay above starvation. That's what it says. And um, so her, she sees her real work uh, starting at night um when she um covers the windows with blankets and there's a small candle and she sits um in a tight circle with others and she takes out a book and she knows that man does not live on bread alone but by every word that comes from the mouth of god and she tells them that and amazingly yes uh although there's tight restrictions and there are guards um watching all the comings and goings and you can't you know get out onto the road without uh there's blockades and things yeah somehow she managed to get out and get over to china and stay in a safe house which you think it could only have happened with an angel it could only mm. be like i think like a pizza experience because Something you know, it says the roads are closely monitored and guarded. So how Unbelievably, did she? she managed to escape. How can that be, Lord? Some things um, are miraculous, yeah, beyond human understanding. Amazing stuff, Sandra. But so she was under tremendous risk at doing that. Um, they have to cross a river, and then uh, again, this is very highly. Um, guarded and the security has intensified since covid um if they are found they'll be sent back uh they'll be interrogated and imprisoned or even killed um so when she arrived in china she was able to find shelter and the lord again you know again. how did she know about this she found a safe house and you know that um brother john it's not his real name. Mm -hmm. um, he was able to support her, give her food, medicines and fellowship. They suggested that she stayed there for some time. What was her response? No, I need to go back to, to my people and feed them and give them what you've given me. I need to go back. Yeah. How much strength so, does that take yeah. to, do, to say that, to even do that, to even facilitate and even to put yourself into that position? I've got to go back. Yeah. And um, so, uh, Bayer is used 
used to leading her underground church in whispers, aware that being caught could mean death. In the safe house, that all changed. She sang worship songs and prayed loud prayers. She read the Bible openly with uh, fellow believers, experiencing fellowship in a way that is impossible in North Korea. And um, you wouldn't blame her if she had said that she wanted to stay, but no. Instead, Bea returned home with the food and medicine she'd been given and a precious Bible. She shared all these with her underground group of believers. These gifts will sustain the faith of these North Korean um, Christians for years. Amazing. Absolutely amazing what goes on. Yeah, and said that, Their vision is not just to survive, it's to survive, strengthen and equip and go. I'm actually speechless. When I read, and Sandra's been reading this, and I've been looking on Open Doors, and you see things that's going on, and I've got to be honest, that that story that Sandra brought to the mic at the very beginning of this podcast, to those those, uh, believers that was taken uh, for their faith, you know, it really brings things into perspective Mm. for me. It really uh, pulls me up. And I just pray that God will awaken the church within the UK to pray, to pray, to pray, and to continue to pray for our sisters and brothers around the world that are in real persecution. We are in quite a dangerous and a volatile position here because we are wrapped in cotton wool, really. And it's quite dangerous that we are quite removed from the real church of Jesus Christ. And uh, it's quite a dangerous place to be. Um, God is with them. God is always guiding them and leading them. We can see this through the stories and through everything that's on Open Doors and Barnabas and all the other great ministries that are out there that support and help and bring these uh, believers to a safe place, the safe houses, the the centres that are around um, for safety for them. And I just pray, God, have mercy on the church in the UK. Please, Father. Please, Lord. Yeah, so he says that he's actually been able to increase um, the supplies um to North Korea, that they've um, received significant support um, through this year, and they're increasing the amount we are providing. Even during such difficult times, God continues to show us his faithfulness. And he says, you know, keep on praying, don't give up. Your ongoing prayer and giving support, vital long-term support for believers from the country where faith costs the most. If you don't support us, we can't go and minister so thank you says brother john you make a team with us when you obey him god does not neglect your heart and calling thanks Mm. to all the supporters who pray and supporters from around the world courageous christians like bay truly know what it means to follow jesus no matter the cost and the cost has been enormous to her yet she considers her sufferings a blessing as you will see in this letter Thank you, Jesus. So she's this. So yeah. they know that she got back because she sent, managed to get this letter out. That she got back safely. So that was the understanding that she was safe. Yeah. So you have but, the letter there that they've yeah. actually printed it. Yeah, yeah. So they've got her letter actually in her language, and then it's been translated. Dear friends, we are well and peaceful with God's grace and your concern. We give thanks to the Father who is doing mighty works. I am so overwhelmed to write you this letter. We receive the greatest love and concern which cannot be returned back. We live firmly in the suffering march as always. 
Whenever I open my eyes in the morning, I feel the presence of our Father. Right now, we are only receive materials from you, but we expect the day to come when we can return those back in God. <laughs> from the perspective of Goodness. other people, our life of suffering must seem like a cursed life. <clears throat> However, this suffering is a blessing from our Father, who allowed it in our life because it is a shortcut to the Father. He knows our suffering and listens to our prayers. We thank our Father who has done such great things to prepare life for us. We who receive his amazing grace keenly realise and understand his words. Man does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the Father. That means any life that follows his word is a blessing. The thing I give thanks for most is that Father God uses me to work as his servant. I desire desire to dedicate my life unto death to glory him. Brother, I have no one request. Please send our gratitude and appreciation to those who send these support materials to us. I bow to them with a thankful heart. Let's stay healthy and fight strongly for the gospelized North Korea. Take care. Bear your sister in Christ. What a letter mm-hmm. to all those. I'm paraphrasing a bit here what, what she said to all those that look at us and see that it's a curse. Well, actually, it's a blessing, mm-hmm. a shortcut to the Father, mm-hmm. a quick way to the Father. Lord, please, mm-hmm. please have mercy on the church in the UK. Lord, please open our eyes. The the persecution is not a curse, it's a blessing. Mm-hmm. Our lives are threatened fret, every day and every moment. It's not a problem, it's a blessing. It's a mm-hmm. shortcut to the Father. Yeah, she knows the presence of the Father. Church. So we don't really get it. We do don't, we? We don't get really it. We don't. The, know the presence of the Father. Oh, God, so Sandra, this is just... And she's nearer heaven. Oh, Lord, please, Father, I ask you, dear God... So, Please move within the church, within the UK. We, week in, week out, we do all this on, on the persecuted church and everything else in between uh, the conversations over the mics that we see and hear come through. You know, that's, that is the real church of Jesus Christ. Mm. That is the real pinnacle. That That is the... The, the glory, that is where God, that's where the Holy Spirit, and I'm not saying God's left the UK, I'm not saying that, but when you look at the two different places, when you look at the data, when you look at these letters, these handwritten letters completely coming out with faith, power and authority, this is not a curse. Mm. This is a blessing. We are blessed in persecution. And they're seeing miracles. This, they are see, as seeing, as Sandra miracles. says, they are seeing miracles. They are living the Bible just as in that time, yeah. uh, with um, you know after Jesus after and like you know with um, Peter and in prison and all that things, and then just that you know they could be killed at any time, couldn't they? I mean, mm. you know, if you think about Nero and the yeah. emperor and all uh, that, yeah, yeah. so like a similar situation. It's the same in Afghanistan as well. I, I, the scripture you know. that comes to my mind is from the great writer Paul, when he says, "I know what it's what it's like to be in well-fed, yeah. whether to be hungry. I know what it's like to be in want, to not have want." He says, "I have found it absolutely a position of in Christ is everything. Mm. In Christ is everything. I know what it's like 
to be shipwrecked. I know what it's like to be dip beaten. I know what it's like to be well fed, to be hungry. Mm. But I have. I know what it's like to have peace amongst all this sort of stuff. Gosh, if there's a if there's a writer that went through persecution, it was that it was that mm. that guy, that apostle. Yeah. And then you look at what we're looking at at the moment, and uh, it's quite. Quite quiet in here today. Normally I'm quite leery and quite loud on these podcasts. Um, but Sandra's ones really bring you to a place of thinking. They bring you to a depth of what is the church doing in the UK? Where actually are we spiritually? W- what is this about? But I think also it's about thinking about this. I mean, we know that the challenges are coming. We're hearing it on the yeah. news day yeah. after day. Yeah. Things that. Uh, well, our stability is now being shaken in mm. different ways from different Policies. different angles. Yeah, yeah. And you know what I've been thinking about, and what is in here is man does not live on bread alone, but by, but by every, every word that comes from the Father. Let's dwell and on. I think that. that's what we let's, need to let's, look at. Let's rest on that. You know. Let's so, rest on that a moment. Phones are ringing, phones are so, ringing. Um, yeah, so I think, you know, that's it. You know, appreciating the word of God and yes, the reality yes. of the word of God. Most and definitely. how this woman went all yeah. that way to get medicines and a Bible. And, I mean, she's putting herself in such um, danger. I mean, the reason yeah. that she's in this place is because she had a Bible before. And now she's gone back and got another Bible. Oh, she's gone back. You know, and um, I just pray for her, you know, her protection. Mm. I pray, you know, that, that, you know, some of these guards and people are affected and they are blinded to what is going on. There has to be angels. I mean, it says um, the Lord encamps around, <laughs> yes. you know. Um, the Lord encamps around But those. we know that he could call her home one day and say, that's it, your job um, is done here. Yeah. You know, just as those believers were mm. found. I think you also, and, um, also got to remember, Sandra, Psalm 91, for he will command his angels concerning you to lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against the stone. Mm. God, God commands his angels concerning concerning those that are mm. real believers yeah and like you said how did i get from a to b without being caught how did i get from I this position to that it's position? been like philip and the and the eunuch and the you eunuch know he was there and then he was there and transported and, yeah it's, it's just it's, you've had this moment that is undescribable within mm. the human language you can't find the wording you can't find the the logic you can't find the science and you can't put it all together but somehow for a supernatural move of the living god god is protecting and god is moving his children around yeah underground underground yeah i it's, mean there's amazing, it's amazing stories, stories out, the underground know, church how how powerful is that that mm. we will gather underground we will gather no matter where we're going to gather, we gather under a tree, we gather in a field, we, we're going to mm-hmm. gather, but one thing is for sure, we're going to have fellowship together and we are going to um, really seek the Lord. You know, I, I come back again to the UK, I'm afraid to say, and I think about all the lockdown measures and all that sort of stuff. How how bizarre, how bizarre that the church, the church listened and reacted to certain measures when you've got the persecuted church has a rifle at them and they are not going to stop no matter what. Mm -hmm. There are certain nations 
that have their churches actually disappear, flattened, mm-hmm. gone, bulldozed over. Mm-hmm. The authorities have flattened the churches, and they are not allowing any gatherings of worship. But the underground church is growing, is mm-hmm. moving. It was coming together. It is moving together. But as soon as the authorities talk over here, the church reacts to whatever mm. it it will do, whatever the government say. Yeah. How, are we really the church of Jesus mm. Christ or are we just an organization? What are we in this nation? I have to ask the question. Mm. You know, where when, is the line? Where is this line? Where yeah. is this line in this nation? Are we really the church or are we just an organization controlled by policies and agendas? Are we are, do we rep- these these brothers and sisters represent God? They mm. they are they are there. They're in they're in the thick of this and and it is quite a heavy press when we come to these podcasts but the question is I do is are we the church in the UK? Can we actually say yes when you see what's going on? You know, Sandra, what else we got? Mm. Interesting stuff. Um, well, I've got some um, prayers for um, North Korea. I think uh, yeah. we'll, we'll leave Afghanistan yes. until next time. It's quite it's a quite big a press, lot. isn't it? It's a lot. But just be aware that Ramadan starts on the 2nd of April. So we're almost there. And that means a higher Tomorrow. pressure for believers that yeah. have come out yeah. of Islam. Um, because they're expected to do certain things and when the family see they're not doing these things questions questions start to be asked but it's also an opportunity for them to witness um but they have to be very careful about and they need a lot of wisdom about Um, that imagine put yourself in that position that you've Mm. been brought up in this culture this religion all your life yeah and then suddenly this event is going to take place Mm -hmm. and am i going to stand for what I am now, mm-hmm. or am I going to fold into what is expected of me? Mm-hmm. There will be uncountable amount of believers in Christ that are in this position of following the tradition of Ramadan mm-hmm. are having to make a very wise and a very godly mm-hmm. decision of yeah. how do I react? What do I do? Yeah, the, sadly there are more killings at this time of year because people find out. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, the some do choose to uh, continue to do go to prayers, but they're praying yeah, to yeah. Jesus. And some have decided that they will have family gatherings, yes. um, but will then witness, but will try not to bring a wedge between mm, their mm. their family uh, you know yeah, they yeah. want it to be seen as a positive thing and many are very devout and have a desire to follow god and they just don't know who and they he don't is know, yeah. so we pray and I, I i i've been doing this and i've you know the things that i've you know that, that i've heard coming back from these areas of the world after you know the prayers are that many hearts have been open so and this year the prayer for 30 days of prayer for the muslim world has been going 30 years 30 years so can i have a look at that sandra quickly yeah so where can we find this? How can we get our um, hands on this? Well, again, online. I mean, Open Doors um, were yeah. saying about it, but it's not f- from Open Doors. It's another organisation, but they're connected with lots of different um, groups. So 
you know, just look on online, 30 days of prayer for the Muslim world. Yes. And um, it just gives a real insight to what's going on in different parts of the world and helps you with your prayers. Because we remember that Jesus said to pray for our enemies and not all these people, as we say, our enemies yes we think about the mm-hmm. terrorists mm-hmm. and we think about the extremists but there are just people who've been brought up to believe um muhammad is the only way yeah. and that islam is there you know um just that's the way it's always been but they are questioning things because of wars and unrest and other things that are happening in their countries, which is turning things upside down. And so, you know, we pray for them. We pray for them to find the truth and for the truth to set them free. And so, yeah, so I'll be doing that. And it's particularly looking at the forgotten people. And so, yeah, I'll be finding out a bit more about that and uh yeah so do pray for our brothers and sisters as they make these decisions and thank the lord for the the witness of his underground church Mm -hmm. and um yeah look forward to bringing the things about yeah afghanistan and i you know and hope if we get a chance i'm not sure just depends how Things are going up to Easter. Um, I'm on holiday now, Whoa, but uh, Sandra, excellent. Things, excellent. Uh, you know, but uh, I do wish everybody a happy Easter and that they remember, you know, what yes. happened and, you know, how how great that was. You know, that our sins are forgiven and um, the resurrection as well. That uh, you know, new life, Amen. and um, that these people really know it and they know the difference. They've met Jesus, they have lived in religion, and then they meet the living God, and there's no turning back. Amen. So Wonderful stuff. And just that booklet, what Sandra was looking at, mm-hmm. I've just typed it into the search engine. It's so simple. All you've got to type in is 30 days of prayer. It comes up, uh, 30 days of prayer for the Muslim world. Very interesting. It's online. It Great bit of information, praying into it and over it and through it. A uh, fantastic bit of uh, information that we're armed armed with. You can get it online. You can buy it online. You can download it online. It gives you all the information. Um, and we would uh, urge you to, to pray into this. They've got the PDF form there. You can capture this really, really simple. Um, and it, it's good because uh, it, it will guide you in prayer. It will it will mm-hmm. target the area that needs to be targeted. Yeah. Um, which which is really important because obviously it's very uh, could be hostile ground going into ground that we're unfamiliar with and it will teach you it will show you on the way f- forward. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, if you, you're online now wherever you are, you can quickly jump into this and you can find that simply by typing in thirty days of prayer for the Muslim world. Mm-hmm. Sandra, you brought enough. We've got a good foundation to start again from. We've got a lovely lot of information. You brought mm-hmm. a lovely letter to the mics today we literally just spun out of time again mm. um but we was going to go into afghanistan but obviously conversations have uh quickened and moved forward and uh we will maybe god if the lord tarries we could do that next time because there's a lot of things happening in in afghanistan yes, it's are. suddenly increased up to the world uh, watch list straight to number one yeah. um and uh, we pray for our sisters our brothers we pray for the muslim world out there mm. we pray that God will move very, very powerfully in Afghanistan and that we will see miracles and hear miracles 
but there's one thing for sure wherever there is strong heavy persecution you know without any shadow of a doubt the spirit of the lord is growing the underground church it is growing at a rate that cannot be measured Mm. it cannot be measured Mm. by statistics it is growing it is exploding it is moving in religions of the world. It is, <laughs> and what I find absolutely fascinating it is, it, it, it is not requiring a building. Mm. It is not requiring the bricks and mortar that we rely on so much within the UK and the, the West to call church. Church is happening literally under the ground. Church is happening in, in the back of a vehicle. Church is happening within a home. Bibles are being hidden under carpets in floors. Mm. This is this is really radical stuff. What is happening? Mm. God is gathering His children. Mm. And I asked as we come to a close, and I'm going to ask Sandra if she will bring us to a prayer in a few moments. Mm. I would ask every leader, every believer within the UK, um, can we really call ourselves the church? Can we really, when we analyse and when we look at what's going on on Sunday mornings? Is it? Are we just an organisation, or are we really the face of God? Are we really bringing clean and sound doctrine to, from the pulpit? Are we? Are we really preaching the message of, of Jesus Christ, the salvation? Are we, are we really the church? You know, that's a question that's really bubbling around, and I, I think that um, just before Sandra prays, one one area that that I need to look at very strongly is work out your salvation with fear and trembling. Are we saved? God is moving. We are living in very critical times. We are at the end of time. God is with the persecuted church. God is walking the shores of the UK, but are we the church? Sandra, could you bring us to a close, please, in a prayer? Okay, so we'll join with Brother John, um, who is supporting North Koreans, and he says, Thank you, God, who loves North Korea. You are always with North Korean believers when when we suffer you feel their pain you comfort them and give them wisdom to survive you provide their daily bread god the north korean churches have been surviving for a long time they are relying only on you in their difficulties use them to transform north korea let them be a voice to the world and share the gospel to the world let us be obedient to God's calling as supporters and missionaries. Let us be part of God's ministry. Amen. We praise you and worship you, God, that you never give up on North Korea or North Koreans. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you so much. Wherever you are across this world today, we thank you so much for joining us here. Just here across the mics, you've been listening to Sandra Robson, myself, Reverend Ben Cooper, as Sandra has brought lovely information, a beautiful letter today, and as she said, that wonderful prayer. May God bless you and strengthen each and every one of you. God is with you. God is with me. God is working within the UK. God is working within the persecuted church. God is saving. He is the holder of the keys. I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail. He is building. Let's follow Jesus. Thank you so much. You can find us on Buzzsprout, Spotify, iHeartRadio and all the other platforms. Amazon Music, Apple Music, all the socials. Please share this stuff out. Please, we would love to hear your comments and your feedback. But never give up. There is always hope. Have a great day. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. God bless.